is a hose head. Production! Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Aliens modified, men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hauntings. Dark arts in the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably clones. So if you're feeling all alone, crack a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Welcome, welcome out there, everybody. I am one of your hosts, Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. And who am I joined by? What's up, everybody? I'm whispering so the plants can't hear me. Oh, they're going to do some ass. It's Kaiju. What's going on, everybody? Fucking ASMR Also, remember, shit. people, in, uh, in order to fight back against the plants, there's only one, one remedy. Smoke them, yes. I have my delicious... Alien OG. I was debating on like a bong hit, and I was like, I don't know if oh, I want to yeah. full blown take a bong. Fit. Like you, you seem as I get older, and I, I and I've said this before. Um, obviously, if you're a new listener, um, I'm a huge fan of psychedelics. I actually took four gram tea not before this, but a couple hours ago. Um, so if I'm kind, yeah, how I'm are you feeling? Less, by the way, I more or less you down to sure earth. If you were going to be back down or not? Uh, it at the beginning, I thought I was dying. It seems you look, like uh, I look. You look jolly. Do I? Oh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. very, I'm very, uh, very in a good mood. Um, I, I, it always resets, and even like at the beginning, I hate the first little bit. And um, I was hungover, which is I mean, not, like not too hungover. But I drank a little too much last night after we we went we live streamed a Puppet Master, and that will be going up on mm-hmm. Patreon, everybody. A lot of fun. And then you I were late. I was yeah, that was pretty late. And then I went and I I finished Puppet Master two. <laughs> I went downstairs and drank and. And uh, I went a little overboard, so I feel like it's always sketchy to me to to do mushrooms and then have um, is to is to is to do mushrooms and then to essentially like if you're drinking and like messing with mushrooms, alcohol and mushrooms, I feel like is a bad mix. Um, but at the beginning, like I've, my heart felt weird, and I was like, and I think it was just my mind, right? Because the way it goes through your nervous system, and I was like, what would happen if I just like died here? I'm just gonna die here. And Charlie was like sleeping above my head, and then it always wants to teach you something, right? There's always a lesson whenever you're using psychedelics, especially if if there's that time, like there's been a time I've told you about where I'm like, you know, and I I. I'm like, ah, oh, you're not, it's not that strong. And I went and took more microdose pills on top of the dose I did. And then it mm-hmm. kicked my ass. It was like, yeah, oh. you were having the death trip, eh? Yeah, it was fucking, but I've done that before where you like, it, it's happened to me before where you like, you get concerned about your body and like the, your health and stuff like that during mm-hmm. the trip. And then you come out of it and I felt great. You, you always want to teach hyper aware of your body. Yeah, the plants always want to teach you something, and I, and like or the fungi, but like plants too, plant medicine in general. I it's it's there to teach us. I don't know. Some of the plants that we're about to talk about today don't seem to want to teach anybody anything. Oh yeah, they, they want to, to kill. kill them. Yeah, well maybe that's you know maybe we're part of the problem. Maybe human beings yeah, well, are duh. part of the problem. <laughs> duh. I'm surrounded for all the audio listeners. I'm surrounded by plant life. Um, some some live and some dead. This is a real plant. 
Chelsea's mom brought this back to life. She had it like years ago, um, and we and left it with her mom, and it was tiny, and it it's brought back to life. It is crazy the things like you can use and natural stuff to like bring the plants back living. It's cool because that's why they, they actually can gauge if you talk to your plants and you feed them good energy that they will survive longer and live longer. That is like a it's fact. A theory. The Baxter theory. theory. It's I I believe it, man. Energies, Drew, and that's why I want to get in this thing before we get in this talk. Is have I a played, theory? Have you played uh, Plantasia for your plants, or are you a poser? What the fuck is? Is there a thing called Plantasia? Are you fucking serious? Mm -hmm. Oh, I've heard of that. It's music for plants. Yeah, of course, everyone's heard of it. I feel it. Well, is it any good? But it's fun. I like it. I would check it out, honestly. I would. It's such a vibe. We were sitting there at my buddy's house just getting super stoned, and I was like, yo, put it on Plantasia. And <laughs> it was a good time. It was good time. <laughs> this is how fucking... I've definitely heard of it, because um, all these, like, like stuff like Spongle and those weird, like, psychedelic kind of musics for just, like, chilling out and, like, listening to the sounds. Um, but I've, I'm sure people have had this theory before, but I want to mention on an episode, and this is a good one, is every time I'm, like, tripping... And I go outside, there's like a tree outside, right? And I know people have said this before, but essentially when using psilocybin, um, instead of people saying how it's connecting you to outside of this reality and things that exist outside of our reality, I think that it might lock you in a little more of plant consciousness. It, mm -hmm. I 100% believe that when you're on psychedelics, because I said this to Chelsea, the fungus is inside the soil and gives life... It eats dead things and then gives life to new things, essentially, right? So you're taking in that and you're able to, like, resonate with the frequency of the plants. Because there's this tree out back. And every time I'm tripping out, it seems to, like, wave at me. I can see its branches almost like a hand. It's every time. And it waves at me. And, like, it, it to me, when I'm in nature, I feel like the plant life is aware that I am on the same kind of conscious level as they are i mean that might just be us projecting shit but mm -hmm. i have the same thing with animals on acid see it's which fucking is like i mean deer especially if you run into a deer they just look at you like yeah you're not a threat yeah well like <laughs> I, I i swear to god dude like it feels like in like in, you know it could be a projection or whatever but i feel like you can resonate and people have talked about this paul stamets talked about this and I've heard about people like tripping like on high, high doses and talking to trees and figuring out like how old the tree is, how long it's existed there, all this stuff like and memories of like uh, surrounding that tree. There's like it, it's crazy because the use of psychedelics is mind blowing. And a lot of times you've said it where it's kind of for you when you're on those trips. It's for oh, it's you. It's absolutely hyper individualized. Uh, in my opinion, obviously, I'm by no means a fucking expert. I'm just a person who's tripped. I will, many, I will too many times. Yeah. I will become an expert after this. I will be, oh, there will be one day where I become fungus. Like, you know, it's going to happen. We're all yeah, going to become absolutely. fungus. But the thing yeah, is like, yeah, we all will. It, it will change eventually. One day when I come on the podcast, I'll have like that, that fucking head in, uh, in the last of us. Oh my God. I was like, mean, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were speaking like, you know, metaphorically like, yeah, one day I will become fungus because I will be eaten by fungus. It's like, yeah, if we're lucky, they don't pump us full of fucking formaldehyde. And other I don't want that. I want to just like, I, I, I told Chelsea, make me a tree. Make me a tree. You know how expensive that is and how in some areas that you can't do it? Well, it's very disappointing uh, to me. It's the same thing with getting composted. I'm like, yeah, fucking If it's my property, right? And, and can I not just be like, bury me in the backyard? That's, nope, that's your local laws and ordinances and shit. You got to check all your shit because some I'm places gonna, it's I'm gonna super ask. illegal. Other places it's probably fine. 
I'm going to ask. I'm going to go to my community and be like, if you can bury people, because there's literally a graveyard, like a fucking It's a designated minute- zoned area. That's the thing is that you're you're mm. talking about you. I mean, you, I'm sure there are places you can get buried like naturally, mm. but yeah. I don't know where they are and I don't know how much they would be. Yeah, I don't know nothing about your fake ass monopoly money, son. Throw me off. Why don't, a you, cliff. Get you, why don't you get you some American dollars? Yeah, that's gonna collapse soon. <laughs> uh, so, cryptozoology or cryptids for the common folk has fa- uh, it made me laugh so hard. Fascinated humankind for thousands of years. Made me hard. Yes, um, thousands of years, beginning at the early uh, early as the 15th century BCE. While obviously media has glorized this field, glamorized. The field, sorry. Drawing pictures of wild-eyed creature hunters chasing anomalous beasts into the night. Cryptozoology is just the study of the unknown. You know, the legendary or in like maybe the animals that are extinct, uh, you know, whose survival or extinction maybe is unknown. Right. Well, so, then there's the, yeah, the animals that are, are reported to exist, but they yeah. don't have any actual evidence of it. The animals that are reported to be extinct, which are found out later. So anything that's yeah. non-traditional zoology, well, like that, that correct? I can't. Yeah, I can't remember that. There's that um, hyena creature that was like. What are you sh- drinking there, bud? Oh, this is. You would actually really like this. Um, it's a Dylan's, a gin cocktail. Okay. Um, you would like I'd try this. it. I don't fuck with gin no more though. I love gin, dude. I so you grown would get along well with my buddy Gus. He loves. gin I love too. gin. This is okay. This is tangerine, lemon, and a hint of mint. Like it's fairly good. And I got another one: blackberry, lemon, and a dash of elderflower. Which um, there is a gin. And I wish I knew the name of it because uh, eventually it'd be great to have sponsors one day, considering how much we've drank on the show over the period of fucking years. Uh, but. Essentially, is like there's this gin and has elderflower in it. The best gin I've ever fucking tried. If someone isn't a gin fan, this will turn people. It's fucking delicious. You know, every gin fan says that. <sighs> so good. I fucking. It's love literally gin. the same thing with like any. It's just like you just haven't found the right strain. It's like you haven't tried the right whiskey. Yeah, you don't yeah. even know. Yeah. But it's I, like yeah, it's like no, they probably do. They just like yeah, no, this all tastes like gasoline that, like, to me. It tastes delicious, but I was going to send me over the edge and then I'll fucking drink the whole thing. Uh, but I feel like even the <laughs> finest whiskey tastes like gasoline and anger. Um, I, I agree. I agree. I love whiskey so but, much. But though. like some good scotch sipping on that shit. Oh, it's mm. like getting scotch to a wild conversation. Scotch just tastes like cinnamon and pain. Yeah. But reports of strange organisms don't stop at the animal variety. Entering cryptobotany. Cryptobotany. <laughs> Never heard of it or simply the study of plant cryptids. Just like an- its animal counterparts, this field of study focuses on the bizarre plants of folklore and legend that have evaded scientific confirmation. So it's fucking weird. While there may be, um, it may obviously, they may be cap- capped on, uh, it may have been capped. I can't fucking say this word right now. The mushroom fucking is coming in my brain again. Um, but essentially ca- capturing, capturing the stuff on camera footage. God, got that out. Um, or blurry photos essentially is most times how we see it. But with these elusive plants, it's, they, you can't, it's hard to catch these things, so to speak. You know, it's, you don't see like this plant like walking off. Um. Yeah, it's fucking it, it's strange. Um, let's just get into the first one. The devil's snare. Snare. The devil snare, it's deadly but fun, but it will sulk in the sun. While many, uh, while many other uh, associate devil snares with many of those trials, obviously this is regarding um, the Harry Potter films. Because this is literally I thought in the, the same film. thing, devil snare, yeah, when, when I was... In uh, the Philosopher's Stone. 
It's a terrifying plant. first movie, really? Yeah, yeah. It's a terrifying plant. Has actually a longer and frightening more history, uh, more frightening history than children's fantasies can convey. So that's pretty interesting. Um, That, like, obviously, one witness report claimed to have encountered this deadly plant near Lake Nicaragua after hearing sounds of pain and terror from his dog. When he found the source, he discovered that the dog was entangled by a network of roots and fibers fibers covered in thick adhesive gum. As uh, the eyewitness struggled to cut his dog free, the plant actually fought back, wrapping its vines around his hands, leaving his flesh red and blistered. Isn't that How frightening? Would that be? Oh yeah. man. Like even like you just you stumble into this thing thinking yeah. nothing of it. Like it's a tree. Yeah. It's a bunch of roots, whatever. Next thing you know. It's crazy. Like kind of like this. Feed me. Oh no, I don't know that Audrey 2 is uh is devil's snareish. The tentacles themselves yeah. maybe, but I mean mm-hmm. there's other killer plants that also are technically have uh so, but like, the idea of, like, that something like a plant could essentially uh, pr- it protect itself, right? That does happen in nature and actually attack back if it's being threatened or its food source is actually being cut off. Most plants have some method of protecting themselves. Mm-hmm. Either the leaves are too spiny for, you know, large animals to eat or the, you know, the, the berries are poisonous or they have, like, yeah. a intoxicating or hallucination or hallucinatory effect. That um, is fucking frightening, though. So thankfully, he managed to pull free his pup, although it was wounded with strange suction marks where the vines had made contact with the skin. After this ordeal, he asked locals about the plant and learned it was a well-known and feared. It was well known and feared by the community. Another report from Africa in 1852 dubbed a similar plant the vegetable serpent, describing it as a spotted serpent that drags itself along the ground with sticky flowers on its head and a white and soft flesh. Um, and then it also... That's, it's fucking weird. It's filled with yellow marrow. I don't know what that is. Marrow. Marrow. Oh, weird. So that's the one I was actually referencing when um, I, I said some of them have animalistic properties because this one basically is just like a snake. Oh, fuck It's just a root, ah. like an independent root. Ah. It's just chilling along and it doesn't have bones. It has cartilage. They're full of yellow marrow and the, apparently the uh, the natives love to eat it. They're that like, creeps me out. That creeps me out. Like just how I'm not, fucked would that be? I'm not frightened by snakes. Um, I've caught used to, I used to catch snakes all the time when I was a kid. But the idea of like some plant thing that has uh, like has leaves on it and stuff like that, like some of these animals that make, make themselves look like nature and then attack is fucking kind of scary. Well, here's here's what I was thinking earlier with that. How do you disrupt the nervous system? How do you kill that immediately? To like the fungus, you got to go for the fungus. The mel- my is that the fungus though? Is the flower the central nervous system for that? Like, imagine, is that the brain? Is that the uh, no? Like, imagine if a fucking fungus got so smart, like a, like artificial intelligence smart, like because it already kind uh, of is. And dude, then it, like, I I don't know. I feel like fungus might actually be like I know. I think the it's more intelligence we, on the planet. I think that it's it, the intelligence can't be can't be gauged at the fa- of our uh, scope of what intelligence is as humans, but that thing like fungus is crazy. The shit's like it's wild in general. Which I well, I'm gonna maybe one day look for fungus cryptids. I doubt that uh, fucking is a thing. This is close enough to it though. Um, do you want to get into the moss man? The moss man. Uh, I'm it's, not gonna make my usual joke. Not gonna make my usual. You joke. You know what this is from, though, right? Uh, Ranker. Yes, these came to us from Ranker.com. No, but you know where this is from? 
Is that from He-Man, right? Yes. This this creature. You know how actually... I can tell the fuzzy ass fucking thong that it's wearing. <laughs> yeah, I know the the fucking tidy whitey like with the belts, with the yeah with the fuzzy fuzzy like th- I don't even know how you just, underwear I guess. <laughs> fucking weird. So roped off by tangled vines and roots, corralled by nine foot tall sawgrass and guarded by unknowable murky depths, Florida swamps could be hiding anything. Gators, exotic pets turned loose, spiders that are clearly God's mistake, and of course, the Mossman. The Tales of this seven-foot-tall, bipedal humanoid made of moss and vegetation date as far back as the 1500s, when a young girl from the local tribe was captured, killed, and beheaded, after which her attackers tied her head to a tree in the swamp. What the fuck? Right? How fucked is that? That's weird. <laughs> it turned out to this guy... <laughs> It was just, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The tribe's medicine man allegedly used his magic to call upon the spirits of the swamp to seek out vengeance, causing the girl's head to take a human form of weeds, branches, and other vegetation to hunt down her murderers. So, like, a golem or a tulpa, but they're more like an nganga than a tulpa, because, like, it's got some sort of human flesh base to it. Mm. Whereas a golem is uh, clay, I believe, (coughs) and has the name of God... Put into its mouth. Can you do a golem? Um, Can you do that? Can you have no, I can't. I, no. Golem. I can't do it either. That was my attempt. <laughs> Other versions of the story claim the medicine man created a golem of vegetation to keep mm-hmm. away the pillaging Spaniards. Oh, well. yeah, weird. As- aside from his great height, the moss man is said to have eyes that glow in amber or reddish hue and possess a hypnotic quality. So either like. I would say like hypnotoad, where it's just like you know, a little orange. But that's like the moth. That's like moth. That's like moth man though, because moth man seems to have reddish, creepy eyes that like lure people in. Well, don't most predators have hypnotic gaze? Like, yeah. isn't that the whole point? Like, they can kind of like that's why snakes do the thing to like stop their prey, where their prey is like, what the hell, and then bam. Yeah, like. <laughs> wait, never mind. Uh, but a sighting in 1978 firmly wove the moss man into folklore when a couple strolling along a Boca Raton beach along the Everglades reported seeing a humanoid figure made of moss, grass, and leaves. Weird. They claimed he glared at them without with glowing red eyes, prompting them to flee. When they returned later, the creature was gone, and only bits of Spanish moss remained strewn about the beach. You've, you've so seen weird. Spanish moss, right? So that's super pretty, like, moss hanging down from the trees in, like, all, like, the Louisiana stuff, all the down south stuff. Oh, I thought it has... Seen a spoo- if you've seen a big spooky tree with shit hanging down off the sides of it, you're like, oh, that's Spanish Does moss. he have a... Th- does it have a thin mustache? <laughs> I was like, I always want to make a Mexican joke, but I, I honestly don't know that much about the Spanish, other than that they conquered a lot of places... Um, and made people into slaves at some point in time of our history. But, like, th- the place and what they're, like, known for is wine. Spain's known for wine, right? España. No, I don't think so. Is Spain known for wine? France I don't really know what, what Spain is known for other than a bad economy, you know, and people is like to have a lot of time off because they have to drink their wine. That's what I know about Spain. All those countries, like fucking Greece, they're all very similar. And that they're con- like they want to have all this time off, and which w- sounds fucking nice, honestly. <laughs> they don't want to work. They a lot of them like they because their economy just seems to go like this. At least in Greece and Spain and stuff like that, like every economy. But it's like w- 
Am I wrong? Is Spain not like fucking? They have tons of time off, or they at least fight for it, uh, because they it's it valued around like spending time with family, but it's really just drinking wine and getting drunk. I don't know if I'm wrong or not. I don't think I am. Okay. Have you ever? Okay. Do you not know? Like, is that not something about Spain? I swear to God. I don't know what that has to do with plants, but yeah, Spain, Spanish man. Fuck the, Sp- <laughs> 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 Fuck the Spanish. Uh, <laughs> The cow eating tree. The cow uh, eating tree. The cow <laughs> eating tree. That was, that was good. Like I, as soon as I heard it, I kind of was like, all right, he's going for a, a walk-in, Christopher. Uh, Mel Gibson said that he saw... There's an interview with Mel Gibson, and he said he saw Christopher Walken shapeshift. And it's not shapeshift, but he said he saw him like turn demonic. And then he like turned his head and they were on a, a rooftop and there was like six 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 in the background. It's like so I watched the whole interview of him talking. That's about the this. dumbest fucking thing I've. You should watch. It's at least for entertainment value. I don't want to watch Mel Gibson talk. I don't care. Hey, hey, he's trying to expose the fucking whole like inner sex rings and do a movie about it. And he's probably gonna get Shut himself the murdered. fuck up and settle down, Kanye. <laughs> we all know who he thinks is running these sex rings. Yeah, it's I'm hmm. Hmm, someone you can't mention ever. Sounds a little Ladies weird. and gentlemen, Tom is the only person <laughs> on this podcast that endorses blood libel. Yeah, let's, uh, let's all drink each other's blood. Let's bathe in child's blood. That's just like the elites. We'll all be one now. <laughs> so the cow <laughs> eating fucking tree. It was midday on October 18th, 2007, when young... Can you pronounce this name, please, for me? Patram? Patram. India made her way through the forest to visit her local shop. Normal day brought to an abrupt halt. However, she witnessed a tree lifting a struggling cow by its hindquarters from the ground. Despite the cow writhing and dancing about, the tree held fast, steadfast, and tangled its limbs around the animal's tail and hind legs. Understandably frightened, Push Palti, whatever this Indian chick's name is, ran to get her mother. Call him Push. Push. Call okay. Push. Okay. Push. Uh, ran to her mother and, and a local farmer working on the nearby fence. Well, her mother warned her not to touch the tree. The farmer quickly jumped in and cut the tree's branches to release the cow. Not my cow. That's not what you said, but the, the tree reportedly... Hashtag not my cow. And the tree reportedly did not release its iron grip on the cow until it was cut down. As the story went viral across the early internet, the owner of the rescue cow told reporters trees like this were known locally um, as tiger trees. I'm not going to pronounce it. Uh, Pilimara. Um, and were sometimes... Oh, oh. Pilimara. Yeah. I think that's right. And sometimes were mentioned in folk songs. Another villager recalled a similar event in which Tiger Tree ensnared a bull, and a group of villagers had to cut branches to release the animal. They also claimed that Tiger Trees could be climbed if the tree was pierced in with an iron first, as the iron is believed to have power over carnivorous trees. What is it so with strange. uh Iron always being like, I know. like a central, like it's against the Fae. Is it just because that was the new thing? It was the Iron Age? Maybe. I, that might be, honestly, that, that's a good theory. Well, but also, this is post-Iron Age. But is like, this the alchemical, like, stuff like that? Like the, the magic belief in that these, these things, uh, like certain metals can actually, like, you know, they have frequencies and can stop certain things from happening. Like, dr- like putting, like, a little, uh, like, a real, like, aluminum 
quarter or dollar or whatever in your water you drink and stuff like that. Supposedly, like, helps your body. and There's, like, all yeah, stuff like that. Hippie shit. Isn't iron a compound? But then it, but then they put dangerous metals, because metals can be dangerous and, and good for you, and then supposed to be dangerous is how they're, like, obviously uh, made and, and created, but, like, how, you know, they put metal in everything, like... There was someone who tested 12 different child juices. Don't give your kid juice, people. And they found arsenic in the juices and some heavy-ass metals that would, like, lead to cancer. So, everybody watch out for fucking juice nowadays. <laughs> well, I'm drinking an alcoholic beverage that's probably full of sugar. Um, so, there, you know, I, who knows? I don't know if that has a connection to anything um, with the iron. It, that's a good hypothesis. Is that it's maybe it's the Iron Age and people are just like you know this will work. <laughs> oh, see, I'm an idiot. I was I was thinking the wrong thing. What? I was trying to remember if iron um was an ore like you and oh. you, you find you find iron ore versus uh, being a compound like when you yeah. put uh, copper and uh, copper and iron together and you like cor- make, yeah you, make steel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't know. I fucking I work with metal all the time. It's fucking. I don't care that much about it. <laughs> I hang with metal. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So, uh, so that fucking weird. Unfortunately, the uh, origin, the original reporting on these incidents is a bit, uh, a bit garbled. So it's hard to say if these events are truly separate or different accounts or the same of the same event. Uh, while localized, localized to India, the story seems to ring true with other stories of carnivorous trees and uh, around the world and the power of protection of iron, supposedly that offers against spirits and monsters. And monsters, it's not safe. See that fucking weird. The, like that's fucking. I don't know. I I I. There's not certain. There's not. There's not really. There's not really cryptids that frighten me. Um, but plants that could kill you. You know, is I don't know. Cause it, like you know, there's there's like if you go to Australia, everything's trying to kill you. That's the joke. But like, I don't know. The the idea that you think <laughs> you're walking not by a joke. by a tree, like you're just walking by a tree, you know, fucking. Just hang out with her, and then you're like, or like you're walking your dog, and then this thing goes, and then just like fucking takes your dog. Like that shit's fucking frightening. It doesn't. It might not think or respond the way humans do, right? So it's just like it's it's motive essentially is to like kill or contain and use maybe the nutrients from whatever dead thing it has, because plants need dead things a lot of times to survive. So it would be the same thing as a digestion. It's gonna eat mm-hmm. what it can. It's gonna digest what it can, and then it's gonna spit out what it can't. Fucking scary though. <laughs> That's the thing is that like we, how do we know that these aren't plausible? Mm-hmm. Like there very well could be things that are just like roots that come out of the ground and they act like a straw and it's like, oh, I'm yeah. gonna suck the blood out of this thing. I want to throw this back. And you, this and is a probably like when it stabs you, it ones. like puts you into like you know like like tr- yeah. treat it like a, a a toxin or something that um a spider yeah. or a snake would would bite you with. That's and it'll, true. It'll put you into like a you know either a paralysis state or like even you know some some of these cryptid uh, cryptid plants are known to be like intoxicating and then mm-hmm. the moment you're like yeah it starts grabbing you and then swallowing you whole i know it's fucking just kind of i think like, i think in deep in the jungles and the swamps and shit this oh, yeah. is absolutely plausible like 100% we know that there are carnivorous plants there are plants that use things like you know rotting smells to in- entice prey yeah. mm-hmm. so do you, you want to get into the yeah, yati veal the the leshy no, we're on the we're on the we're on the Yati Vio. We're on the Leshy. Oh well, on my list it's the other way around. 
<laughs> oh, maybe I didn't add that one. Strange. All right, just go with that one. Was, so I'm going to go with the Yativo. Uh, humanity's fascination with carnivorous plants has gripped us for centuries. After all, plants and trees are often seen as vibrant, life-giving sentinels of nature who just want water and sunlight. The idea of certain ones being stone cold killers or insects of, of insects or small mammals feels strangely personal. What if your monstera plant or oak tree in the backyard goes after humans? Well, that's exactly what legend says happened with the Yativo, a well-known carnivorous tree found in Central and South America, Africa, and on the shores of the Indian Ocean. Described as having thick, stout trunk, thick. And long, tendril-like branches long. used to catch its prey, some reports even claim it has an eye to locate potential dinner. Oh, creepy. That's creepy. So in 1881, a letter was published from German explorer Karl Lich, sometime <laughs> describing a terrible tree called the Yativo and how it ate members of the Doku, I'm going to butcher this, sorry, yeah. Doku tribe of Madagascar. Doku tribe. <laughs> he notably described his encounter with the tree as it coiled its tendrils around a filly strangling the young horse with the cruel swiftness and savage tenacity of anacondas fastening upon their prey. Although the story was later revealed to be a fictitious work of writer Edmund Spencer for the, for the newspaper New York World, the appearance of similar stories of carnivorous plants and trees in other parts of the world, see the cow-eating tree of India, when yeah, we just talked about, talked about it, yeah. raises interesting questions. Yeah, fucking... Uh, to me, this this is like frightening. And there's like you think of walking around cryptids that maybe are connected with nature, but like the plant, like the specifically that like just that vines entangle you and bring you in, um, is like a, I don't know. It's 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 freaky. That's why you see it in obviously certain movies and stuff like that. Um, and then in you know Japan, where they love tentacles, they love them, love them so much they shove them in places they probably shouldn't. Are you? I'm talking shit about tentacles. Would, would you be into? Are you into tentacle porn? Would you want? Like, I don't think I like your tone. <laughs> I'm just curious. Do, do people like? Okay, I, I they use tentacles because they can't show dicks. So then they have to have something else. So and now y'all love fucking anime. So they're like all tentacles because they can't. For some reason, I can't show a dick going in a vagina, but I can show a fucking tentacle going in a vagina. That's fucking strange in general. That's what happens in Japan. I'm why you give me this look like I'm wrong. I'm not giving you a look like I'm like I think you're wrong. Not in the least <laughs> bit. I'm just saying I'm like, yeah, I might, I might, I might do that. Have a tentacles all over you? Oh yeah. Tentacles. Hmm. Cover not me in some weird, like slimy gack goop. while you're doing it too. See, I uh, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, actually, I'm, I'm absolutely fucking into that. Let's go. I'm a simple man. I, I, the more, sometimes when I hear like stuff that you'd be into, I'm like, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so simple. So simple. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. I know. It's just like, I, even like when I joke with, I'm I joke with Billy. Billy's very simple <laughs> also. But I, th I feel like if I probed Billy for, I'm like, hey, a hot chick wants to do this or whatever. I'm so sure that Billy would be like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have a fucking feeling. Because uh, everyone, like, oh, I'll do this or that. But once you, like, have this situation where this girl's like, let me do this and this, or guy or whoever, right? That, that like, you, you know, start to be like, hmm, maybe, I guess. Like, if you like this, I guess I should, I'll help you out. I don't know. With the, I, for me, with the, with the right partner, I'm open to most. Mm -hmm. I have a couple of hard limits, but 
No, I think it's like sexuality should be explored in, in general. I do believe that, that if whatever people want to, you know, to embrace sexuality in a healthy way, I think is good. Porn mm. is not healthy. Uh, well, as long as it's as long as it's consenting adults, it's all that mm-hmm. matters. Yeah, the Honey Island Swamp Bear. I like this guy, the Honey Island Swamp Bear, first spotted in uh, abundant Honey Island Swamp of Louisiana. In 1963, the Honey Island Swamp Monster has been blamed for the death of animals and unexplained disappearance of local children. Uh, sometimes described as a cross between an alligator and a chimpanzee, this island swamp monster stands over seven and a half feet tall, weighs about four to five hundred pounds. So he's fucking a big boy. That's like a fucking eh, that's half of, of a bear, and because bears can be up to like nine hundred pounds, I feel mm-hmm. like um, fairly big. But bears can I, bears can get up to a thousand pounds. That's so crazy. There are grizzlies that are. There have to I be know. grizzlies that are like. I would bet money on it. I know. I've, I was listening to Joe Rogan talk about it, and he's talking about like this this grizzly bear encounter, this attack where this guy it was in its his it was in its his house, and he had to like shoot it through the door, and he caught it in the head, and like you could see it, and he had to time it perfectly, and it's it's this crazy story, and this guy had to kill the bear in his own home because it like came into his house. I'm like, supposed to use like a 45 or yeah, like something a really powerful big caliber. Like he talks about how he bear. like the guy that did like this happened to. He talked about he's like I knew this wouldn't do it, and he's like, and Joe was like, these are the people that will survive the apocalypse. It's like people that just like well, no, uh, duh, just like yeah, no, of course they are crazy. Like that's fucking mind blowing. I wouldn't bears and we you can't, and I are uh, fucked right out the gate. We're fucked. Yeah, I know so bears are frightening. Fine. I don't care. I will f- <laughs> I will fight, but it won't last long. <laughs> like I will fight my fucking t- tooth and nail. Uh, but if, uh, if something crazy happened, if, okay, I know right now that I, if a bear attacked me, I would die. And if you think that you oh, wouldn't, yeah. you, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Bears are fucking crazy, man. Yeah, I nope. Or especially nope. this thing, because this thing fucking is crazy. So it's it's a it's got thick matted like swamp wheat and grayish hair. While it's it's earned its name, uh, actually its nickname. You know what its nickname is? The the What's Louis the Louisiana Wookie. <laughs> Which is like if you fucking when was saw this, this shit. first discovered. Um. So supposedly, so it, it actually encountered. Sorry. Yeah, because it did. It's supposed to be. It's it, when people have seen this, it has yellow reptilian eyes, uh, and the stench of death. Which is and this it's part that always gets labeled as smelling like shit too. Yeah, the smell of the marshlands, I guess. And Mm -hmm. hunters made early sightings of the Honey Island swamp monster, reporting a towering humanoid mass plant matter prowling (laughs) the swamps and leaving webbed, three-toed footprints in its wake. Which that's fucking weird. It's like a fuzzy creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, he looks fun. I love them. He's adorable. Looks. I like that one. That was like, hey, go to fuck away, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, like you. Quit me. <laughs> yeah he me. looks grumpy. What it's do like, you want? Get out of my swamp. Get out of my no, swamp. Oh, that Shrek movie? Fuck you. Shrek, <laughs> you're stupid. Get out. I wonder if it is, and to be honest, right? So th- this is a thought. We'll get. I'll get into it after. A rather unique legend surrounding this swampy beast involves an alligator train wreck that occurred near Pearl River in the early 1900s. The story goes that a train of exotic circus animals, namely chimpanzees, escaped in the accident and bred with alligators. Mm. 
that's fucked up, eh? That's Delightfully fantastical uh, as the possible, myth may be. <laughs> I no. love it. Monkeys and alligators cannot interbreed. Others <laughs> speculate this swampy monster is just Bigfoot, um, maybe adapted more aquatic style of living because the environment, whether it's swamp weed coming to life in the marsh or a marsh-type Bigfoot, the Honey Island's residents and visitors still see this mysterious entity to this day. Which is crazy. And I was going to say, what if this motherfucker is like a reptilian that got left here? And then he's like, is that what you're going to say? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, yo, what if this is just like some reptilian that went rogue? And he's like, I'm done with the fucking agenda. Yeah. I'm just going to go hang out in the swamp. It's cool. And then he gets there and he's like, yo, it's fucking cold. <laughs> yeah, so he like <laughs> just covers himself with shit. Because, or it's some, it's a reptilian that lives in the area. I don't know. Yeah, he's a rogue. And he just like lives off of like basic things. He got dropped here and he doesn't even know when he got dropped here. And then, you know, he just like, he just adapts. You know, he's trying what to. If, what if he figured out that like he just kept covering himself? in fucking, like, yeah. plant matter and shit in the swamp and then going out and sunning himself and it just baked to him and it formed oh, yeah. that. And then there's just extra layers and those that's what keeps him warm. That's why he's like... Well, there's theories on, like, when we talked about all the, like, the strange <laughs> reptilian encounters of this scape or monsters. I think that the sw swamp, scape or monster, whatever. It's supposed to be he could be, like, a reptilian and stuff like that. It's like that they somehow... Um, that they disguise themselves. They're freely walking around, and then they like people see them, and they're like thinking it's another cryptid or something, which is like a basic, just a basic reptilian, just walking around and kind of disguising himself. It's just a simple shit. reptilian. That's yeah. all. That's nothing crazy. Uh, so let's get into the next one. Uh, the Nair Pond. Pond. This one's weird. This Thailand-based plant cryptid is supposedly spotted in the infamous and perilous jungles, appearing half-human and half-plant. While they're known for throwing right, rights, <clears throat> while they're known for throwing rights rocks at those passing through the jungle, the Naripon or Narapon actually have an origin in Buddhist mythology. Hmm. According to legend, Vesanatra's wife often went into the forest to collect fruits, but feared attacks from the hermits and yogis who lived there due to her beauty. The god Indra created 12 special Narafon trees that would bear fruits, resembling the wife's beauty to distract the men and allow her to collect the fruits in peace. It said the men would take the fruits back to the home, and after making love to them, they would sleep for four months and lose all their powers. <laughs> fucking so weird. These monks were taking this fruit back and fucking it. <sighs> fucking and weird. then they would go, like, apparently, the sex is so good that you go into a coma for four months. <laughs> yeah. And then when you come out of it, do you want to see what drain, these things baby. look like? You fucking drain. They found one. Have you ever ejaculated your soul into something? Look at that thing. This is supposed to be that a real picture of this thing. That is supposed to be what it looks like. Supposedly they have it mummified. And if it this is real, like, I'm not saying it's real. It's probably a fucking circus thing. But, but, I always like going into the, the you know, the fun aspect, the mythological bullshit is... Imagine if that thing is real. Imagine if, like, it's crazy that they have, and the people are like, nah, it's not fucking real. And it's this real tiny, weird-looking alien small creature, and they f legitimately found a real one. And then it's like they test it, and then the Illuminati is like, we can't get this out. So they lie, and they say it's fake. You know? Look at that yep. thing. It looks like a sleepy old grandpa. You know, it's, a t it's and uh, for the people, audio listeners, you can look Is it up the white fuzz that's making you say grandpa. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, 
I'm so tired. His <laughs> his face too. Rest in the swamp a little bit. Oh, Look up the the N A R E E P O N. Look that up and you'll see it's crazy. Look at this thing. Like and, like he looks like a sad old like decrepit little creature. Like it's I think wish that's that. what it looks like when it's on the tree. Like, it doesn't shrivel down at all. That's just what the fruit looks like. That's what everybody was fucking, is that, that tiny dried-up Ew, little yeah. It's like, crawls his way. Like, um, almost like when Freddy Krueger is that, like, weird baby thing. And it's just, like, crawls on you and shit. Oh, <laughs> You're, like, using a bag of beef jerky as a fleshlight. That's horrible. Um, I like this. The cactus cat. This is a fun one. I love this kitty. Could you imagine getting fucked up by that thing? <laughs> yeah, I know. The or cactus cat. It's literally a cat into a cactus. So the cactus cat cats are often accused of being a bit prickly, according to dog Ooh. lovers. But this plant cryptid deserves the reputation. The cactus cat is described as a bobcat-like creature with thorns for fur, sharp and protruding bones, and uh, branch tail. Most sightings have been reported in southwestern uh, desert of the United States, uh, most often in California, Nevada, and uh, New Mexico, although there had been a few sightings in Colorado. To me, th- if these things exist, right, you know, you know, if, if cryptids exist at all, there's a, to me, a possibility, you know, that, that people messing around with this stuff, right? So, like, you, you just, you have the genetics to uh, clone things and create, like, beings and creatures and stuff like that. And, like, some Area 51 style lab or some stuff, you know, like, something like that, like some fucking Dolce New Mexico base. And then mm-hmm. you're like, you take the, some sort of the genetic genome from a cactus and then you put it into a cat to see what the fuck happens. And then you get this guy, you know? That. That looks like a cactus fucking Mickey about to yeah. come take that twenty dollars out. Look of at the pocket. one in the back; he's like humping the tree. The, the one in the <laughs> previously was licking the tree. Uh, they're fucking fun. Why has nobody made a movie about this yet? I know, like that needs to be a fucking sci-fi channel, like made-for-TV movie, like cactus. This cat. is a really unknown cryptid. I've heard about this before the episode when I'm writing. I'm writing out that cryptid I, song, right? I want a cactus cat tattoo yeah. now. That thing is so fun. Isn't it cool? You should it. get that. That would actually be a fun tattoo. I should. Um, yeah, you should, because that's like f- actually pretty fun <laughs> to tattoo. And like, it's one of the most like unknown cryptids, and that's why I'm writing. I'm writing a cryptid song for everybody, um, and it's gonna be really fun. Uh, I actually am using it to a very famous beat. It might get copyrighted, uh, I, but I. The beat goes perfectly, but if not, I'm gonna actually like to make a beat or develop a beat for the song down the road. Uh, but I, when I was going through, because I'm going through, I want to add as many cryptid as as possible. It's called the Cryptid Party. It's coming. It'll come out in a couple weeks to a month or two. Time I get everything done. But I want to, to add as many cryptids as possible. And I, ha- I I either have a line about the uh, the cactus cat, or I was gonna try to add the cactus cat in, because I was like looking at the, the strangest fucking cryptids out there. Try to fit try as many the cactus cat in you. I want to fit as many as I could, right? So early as early 19th century legends of the cactus cat claim this creature came out at night and slashed open um, a a cartier and a drink that fermented sap within it to get a buzz or maybe you know and so, so supposedly uh, this creature came out at night, slashed oh the cacti and then drank the fermented sap within it to get a nice buzz. So it's oh yeah. So this thing would come out of nowhere, and then people have claimed to see it, and it would like go up to the cactus and lick it. You know, it it it, it, it looks like it would get high from the cactus. Oh, that explains a lot. Yeah, cactus cat likes to fucking party. Let's go. Yeah, he's like tripping balls because um, 
What's the uh, mescaline? Is that the cactus that trip makes trip out? Is that my yes. right? Mescaline's um, the you get mescaline buttons off of uh, peyote cactus. My buddy has a peyote cactus, and I really. Well, they take like eight years to mature. Yeah, and he, I don't know how he got it, but he mentioned it to me. And I was like, if you ever, I want to try, okay? Like, I, he, and I was like, there's no way. Mescaline's fucking intense. I know, but it's a one-time thing, right? Let's try it once, and that's it. Yeah, but I mean, you (laughs) better be out in nature for that shit. You don't, you don't fucking take mescaline and stay in the house. I feel like I had to do a little bit. She's like, no, Mescalito is the spirit of the fucking, like... Mescalito? Some guy with a fucking cape on flies in and fuck while I'm tripping? You've never heard of fucking Mescalito and you're just <laughs> no. like, I'm gonna take mescaline. That's a terrible... Mescalito? No, son, do no, your is research. He, is he a fucking Mexican wrestler that, like, teaches you about the fucking desert? <laughs> I, I would speak his name with a little more reverence than that. If is he gonna fuck me up? Am I gonna fucking fi- yeah? Am I, is he gonna fuck me up? I'm like tripping on mescaline. This guy comes out of nowhere, and, like punches me out. You know how in sleep paralysis, most people either meet the shadow or oh, like yeah. the Hat Man yeah. or the old hag. Yeah, reptilians in my case. When you're doing mescaline, most people meet mescalito. So, I want to meet mescalito. You think he's gonna do like the fucking what's that move where he puts you on your back? Fucking flips you. I think Mescalito's gonna be a luchador. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, so we did. If you let's get into the Capria, uh, you can pronounce this one. Oh, wait, wait, here's another the, image of the. This is actually from that. Uh, I forgot to throw this up from the the Nair Pond. This is a, a uh, some one of the images from back of the day. Pretty cool. Should be looking. You know, it's funny as you can tell how close the cultures are from like Oni's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in Japan and, and, oh, yeah. and tri- Chinese artwork as well. And they all mm-hmm. have that motif of like the super, exa- like like the, cl- the crown style, I think yeah. maybe. I'm sure it's just my, my uncultured Western eyes that Me are too. seeing that, but. Yeah, I see that it's similar. So the Capri, named from the Arabic word kafir, meaning a non-believer in Islam, the Capri is a Philippine creature often called a tree giant. With its towering seven to nine foot height and hairy muscular physique, Sightings often mention a powerful odor from the cigars it smoked and the wearing of an indigenous northern Philippine loincloth known as a bahag. Its name is deeply tied to early Arabs and the Moors, who used it to refer to non-Muslims. But it was later co-opted by the Spanish to prevent Filipinos from assisting escaping African slaves brought to Latin America. There's the fucking Spanish again. I wonder... Spanish listeners, write in and tell us why we're stupid. And yeah. what, know, what goes uneducated. on in Spain? Why, why are you guys such conquerors? What's happening with that, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, does the rain in Spain truly stay mainly in the plain? <laughs> yeah. We don't know. We don't know. Never been there, probably never going there. Despite the name's sordid past, the creature called the Capre is said to dwell in big trees, wears a belt of invisibility, and possesses a magical white stone that grants the wishes of any who obtain it. Those who claim to have seen the Capri report rustling tree branches without cause or hearing loud laughter from an unseen being. <laughs> Others... <laughs> Others recall seeing plumes of smoke with no source or big red eyes glaring at them from the trees. So I had to show moss you this. man cometh on your face. There's a there's a on mocu- your face. there is a moss man documentary mockumentary. Uh, it's called the moss man cometh. Uh, I wonder if that's a. a a tweak at um, Always Sunny. Um, you want to see what this guy looks like? The uh, the what? fucking the Capri or whatever. Yeah. 
It's a naked man with a fucking fat cigar. I, the, the, it's a creature which is crazy that smokes cigars. Where's this from again? Um, the Arabic world, weird. <sighs> fucking strange. Would still let him hit? This guy? Yeah, both of them. <laughs> this guy, fucking... <laughs> man, he would eat your ass and it would be gone. It would That's be fine. gone. There would Why be nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking pulls out your entrails. Oh um, my God. So, uh, the hailing from Central Asia, the vegetable lamb of Tartiri, Tartaria, 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 sure. Tartaria? Tartaria. Now, Tartaria was believed to grow sheep like a tree grows fruit. Ha, 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 ha. Sounds like <laughs> that's a good joke. It sounds on the left. Uh, <laughs> connected to the plant pine umbilical cord, the the vegetable lamb was described in Henry Lee's eighteen eighty seven book, "The Vegetable Lamb of Tartarary," to be, to both living animal and plant. They're believed to be both living animal and plant. Belief surrounding whether the vegetable lamb is flesh and blood, like a normal lamb, or is a more plant life has shifted over time. Along with speculation about whether or not it could survive without the umbilical cord to the plant. Interestingly, though, when they compare the vegetable lamb to similar tales of the Yudayaha of Jewish folklore, Yidua. Can you, like, come on. Go, ye, ye, Yidua. Right, which, offensive, which offensive stereotype voice do we want in this one? The Yidua... Yeah, I could see it like that. Uh, the Yidua? The Yidua. Fucking stroke it out. The fucking lore features a lamb that sprouted from the stem growing directly from the earth, uh, severing the connection between the lamb and the stem would only the only way to kill the creature so its bones could not actually uh, so its bones could be used. During some prophetic ceremonies, is that fucking weird? Is it like DMT bones? This thing, uh, this, what is DMT bones? <coughs> it's a bone that you smoke in this DMT. I don't know. I gotta try DMT. That's gonna happen. I'm doing that fucking someday. I know. I want to properly it. try DMT because I've never. Yeah, I know you can get in vape it. pens. I know we can get it in vape pens. I want to. So this is another fun image of like some of this these crazy tree creature things. This one is weird that it grows sheep. Uh, this is the Lishi. This guy's fucking Ooh, cool as fuck. Look at this guy. He looks like um, the Wendigo. The Wendigo. So the Leshy has had some moments of stardom in recent years, from being featured as an enemy in the video game Cult of the Lamb to getting a moment in the limelight as Leshen in Netflix The Witcher. Netflix's The Witcher. Oh, what? I oh. didn't finish that. That's cool. However, this plant cryptid celebrity isn't an invention of the modern world. In fact, the Leshy comes from Slavic mythology and was seen as a god of the forests and hunting. He was considered a wild and spiteful being who prowled the deepest backwoods of Eastern Europe. Legend describes him as a gaunt, gaunt man, or giant gaunt man with tangled hair, green, covering his body, and skin roughly like tree bark. But that wasn't his only form. This tree man was no friendly ent from Lord of the Rings. Leshy was also known for being a shapeshifter that sought to trick those who walked in his woods and lead them to their demise. Many stories accuse him of kidnapping children, likely used to frighten naughty kids. 
while others Naughty. framed him as more of a neutral trickster spirit Naughty, that Naughty. guarded the forest and could often be heard singing, laughing, or even whistling in the woods. Is this a, it, to me, it reminds me of the Wendigo. Uh, it looks yeah. similar, but he's like bark. He's a bark creature. I think it's just the the big antler shit with the Wendigo and like the, the long either skeletal or dog face. Can I, have you ever seen Hannibal, the show? No, dude, it's I know. so I, need to watch it. I, know, I know good, so good. Is it, uh, is it another show that like the first three seasons are good and then the all rest of it? Shit? The whole thing is pretty good. Like me and Chelsea mm. really liked it. It sucks it never came back, but like. When we started, I was like, ah, this is going to be okay. It's, you know, whatever. It's a fucking show about Hannibal. It's not going to be as good as, like, the actual movies and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it was great. Like, a- almost up to par with the movies. Like, it's it's fantastic. You have to Bold check statement. it out. Because he sees, like, it's based on the book, right? More it, the, the show seems to be more verily heavily based on the books, uh, more than the, what the movie kind of adds to it. And like, Which books? Uh, Lambs, Dragon, Hannibal. The whole, and, se- um, the whole series. Whoever write, that writer is. Um, it's the fucking... Wait, Hannibal know. Rising was, wasn't a Thomas Harris book, right? No. Did you write it after? They, was it a Thomas Harris book? The movie was bad. Uh, I, yeah, I thought it was weird. Um, yeah. I don't remember if I like. I thought it, it wasn't. I, ba- it I thought or... it wasn't bad. I, th- I remember. It's, I remember they made yeah. him eat his sister, right? Mm. Like that was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> and it it would prove uh, to me like dig back into like why he's so sick. But that's the whole thing mm-hmm. of like you can't always try to fucking figure out why the monster's doing what he's doing. That's how Rob well, Zombie ruined Halloween. You can't fucking didn't do Hannibal, that. Didn't Hannibal only eat people who kind of had it coming? Yeah, like li- fucking Ray Liotta. You always got it coming. <laughs> but R.I.P. Um, oh yeah, he did have a comment. Uh, but like they they show this, he and it's weird because it's to me it's in folklore and books and, and it reaches back for so long. Uh, psychedelic stuff. There's that has connections to this of like the deer and seeing the antler and he sees like this creature that looks kind of like this actually in the show and I think it's in mm. the books that way too that he see because we we're like I was like I've never seen this done in the movies they never showed it in the movies where he sees this like deer creature you have to watch Hannibal I'm t- anyone out there that is interested somewhat like and you're into okay. horror. It's fucking fantastic. I'm interested in that alone, mm-hmm. so it's fucking sweet. I enjoyed this a lot. It is strange to me when I found this. I was like, we gotta do this sometime soon because there's other cryptids that I want to deep dive into. Like, I, I kind of want to go back to Mothman and do a big episode on mm-hmm. that. And so there's there's all these talks and there's certain things that we're gonna be doing live. Uh, obviously, the audio listeners, you guys will catch it after. Uh, but there's certain episodes we're gonna do live, like this one, and just have fun with it because like. This one was like I never knew that there was plant cryptids. Like it, I was should, like weird. It's cool. Should add the uh, fuck it, we're doing it live. And uh, I, I the have Bill, the Bill O'Reilly shit. <laughs> I have yeah. Fuck it, we're doing it live. Freak it out. Um, throw it back to which is now on Patreon. Our St. Patty's Day live special on Patreon, everybody. Uh, so that's the best way to support us. Honestly, that it, like if you're a fan of this show, if you see this on YouTube, give it a like. Um, you know, leave a comment for all the people out there. I know people like a lot of people watch our stuff and then, you know, you just, it's very simple. Like hit the subscribe, the like comment, you know, let us know what you think. Leave us a rate and review, uh, you know, anything. If you truly enjoy this show and you really want to support us, obviously there's Patreon for free, leave a good review. 
And then uh, well, you, the merch designs are coming. The new one is coming. I have to get it done, but it will be coming on the site. And I'm going to revamp the site a little bit and uh, keep it kind of minimal to a couple good designs. Really, I, all, I like all the designs, but I feel like it can be overwhelming sometimes, all the stuff I've created over the years. So I'm going to sp- stick to like five main core designs, and then we're going to be adding to those of new ones that are really exciting. I'm excited. I'm so excited because Shane from House of Trash is drawing... He, we're going through some stuff. There's three specific designs that I've talked to him about that will be coming down the road, and I'm it's I'm excited. House of fucking trash, people. New episodes coming soon on Space Truckers. Go check out Tron's Universe. Yeah. Um, Tron's Mind Cave. Oh yeah, he just well. started that. That's cool. I like mm-hmm. that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, go so give, go give sweet sweet Shane some love. Do it. Do it. All right. Uh, the Twitch, as always. Yes. You guys know where to find me for new listeners. Invader Daggett on Twitch. Uh, playing dumb shit most of the time. Come hang out, say hi, get me stoned. Yeah, that's the purpose. The plants got me on this episode, Thomas. They got me. I'm high as fuck. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I surprisingly, this alien OG hits nice, but doesn't overdo it. And uh, considering I dosed, I haven't ate anything today, so I'm gonna have. A, you know what I'm gonna do later? Big. I'm gonna have a, a mac and uh, a Big Mac poutine. There's this great poutine oh, place that's shut closed. Shut up. Yeah. No, I don't want to hear anymore. I want poutine so bad. Okay. All the good poutine places out here are closed now. We have like two. They're gone it, now. It does like poutine and mac and cheese. So last time we got the, the Big Mac mac and cheese. This time we're going to switch it. And I'm going to get it as a poutine. And we're going to get something else. On the, oh, I'm fucking excited. Excited. Enjoy. That sounds wonderful. All right. Everybody love everybody. Okay. Suck a fat dick. Yes. Um... <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Watch out for the fucking plants, <laughs> homies, because they can kill you. They're going to get you. Wow. There we go. Oh, I need that. I got a mask on, but I'm not ready to rob. Let's take action, but you're afraid of a cough. A slave to a watch, a rat in a maze caught. And we're in the last days of God. The pathways are wrong. The facts that you laugh, I can save us all. The crash course and make a bomb. The fat asses and lay storms. Distract the masses as the wars wage on. As the violent rage takes form. While Freemasons put a human face on. Controlling nations through inflation. They sold their soul to save. But the gods grow tired and impatient. Just say when to end your enslavement. You're the creator of your own creation. The maker of your own matrix. The sadist and your own saver. The lover and your own hater. I smoke a cigarette. Stages of the globe. Qu-